You are listening to Sick Biz Buzz with me, Hillary Jastrom. Welcome to episode 26 of Sick Biz Buzz, the sickest podcast empowering chronically ill and disabled entrepreneurs and the only podcast of its kind in the entire universe. I'm your host, Hillary Jastrom, and I am clinking coffee cups with you right now toasting your awesome factor as we prepare to meet two very special guests. People working in partnership and holding each other in check as they move through business relations together. First, a shout out to sickbiz.com and J Hill Marketing and Creative Services, our sister company. Mad props for the support and the continuation of our mission. Fred Sace, a.k.a. Freddie and Adam Johnson operate Husky Tiger Studios. They are in the midst of living with chronic illness. Their stories are unique because they demonstrate collaboration and accountability as they run their business, not only for themselves, but for each other. You will love learning all about their story just as much as I love sharing it. And all the laughter, BTW. Please welcome Freddie Sace and Adam Johnson. Adam Johnson, you are back and you brought your partner in business with you this time, Fred Sace. I'm so excited to have both of you guys on here today. Yeah, we did. Uh, I decided to let him out of the dungeon for a little right? while. Yeah, he had me working all day. Uh, how are you doing, lady? That's crazy. And I am crazy. So, um, you know, same old, same old, maybe a little bit enhanced on the craziness. Um, <laughs> I'm super excited to have you guys on today because I, I think it is vitally important to outline the need for support. And the two of you appear to be the poster children for mm -hmm. that. And a lot of people aren't aware of that, that they can work with people who provide such a strong level of support yeah i'm not sure anybody would want us on posters but right. uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> we uh yeah it's important to find a uh a network a support system because nobody has ever built anything they're doing by themselves yeah. and if they have they haven't lasted long yeah. um yeah so and it's uh it's very important especially when you're dealing with any kind of illness or disability to have those support systems in place especially for the type of industry we are in right um Support is everything, right? Uh, family and friends are the closest thing you'll have for that. So support from the standpoint of running a business and being an entrepreneur, which is very applicable to the people listening today. Um, but I think that whether you're contending with an illness or disability, you can work on enhancing and strengthening the people in your support group in business and in life. So I love that we are exploring this from a business perspective because your story, both of your stories are unique in this capacity. And so I just want to get a little bit of an elevator speech for the two of you. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we met in 2012. Uh, at actually a comic book shop in Carlsbad. It's called Comics and Stuff. It, uh, Freddie was hosting an art show uh, for some local artists, and we just started talking. And it was actually uh, 
conveniently around the time my my medical issues really started flaring up and kicking in mm-hmm. and uh you know it was just uh it was nice to have somewhere else to go and something else to do to get my mind off of that stuff mm-hmm. yeah uh, it, it was great because obviously finding local talent on the art side is great but finding talent on the writing side of things can be difficult writers are a little bit more uh how would, how would you say finicky finicky and shy and, you know, <laughs> that was totally polar opposite of that you know <laughs> i can relate to that and there's a super bowl commercial back in the day i don't even know when but back before uh the wardrobe mishap what did they call it they said the wardrobe what was it called i can't oh, the, remember the, the yeah the yeah the nip slip with janet jackson they had <laughs> a Super Bowl commercial about ranchers. And for some reason, you know, you just, when you laugh at something ridiculously hard. So (laughs) this commercial does it for me every time. It's ranchers herding cats. And right. It feels like with artists a lot of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Uh, we, we We give each other a hard time, but, uh, that's, that's part of the support is uh you know making sure we're we're still accountable even though we may be having issues and finding ways to help each other get the deadlines made and uh find a workarounds yeah. um so you hold yourself accountable every time. only and, and you hold each other accountable yeah. most definitely mm-hmm. well and we're also there for you know if uh you know um like for instance, yesterday when uh, we were having our breakfast meeting. Oh yeah, that was that was that was um, a very interesting moment of the the visit to San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and for uh, once you. Well, uh, I all I could say was obviously uh, the seizures play a big part of my life that I've had to adapt to, and yesterday I just remember having breakfast, and it, this is gonna sound silly, my hands were sticky. Mm-hmm. And I think what was going on, I looked at Adam, and Adam was just like, okay, Freddie, you're here. This is what's going on. You're okay. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Like, what what just mm-hmm. right? I knew what it was after, like, about two minutes into it. And I was this huge wave of embarrassment kind of just overwhelmed me, right? And I was just like, oh, my God, not here, right? It's my, my, my few weeks here in San Antonio. I'm enjoying myself. But it had been a very, it had been a very busy week, so you know, tension and stuff like that. But because Adam was there, and he knew that if Joanna found out that you know that he would be obliterated by my girl, so he was. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's the same thing on my end. If I'm having a tough time, or I'll I start having back spasms or seizures, mm-hmm. it it's uh, I, but my seizures aren't a big problem for me. Yeah. Um, it's the uh the uh, back spasms and things like that that occur when, you know, my nerves fire up. Uh, but we, we're there to take care of each other med- medically, too, to yeah. some degree. Like, we know what to watch for. Like, uh, when yeah. we was having breakfast the other day, we were talking, we were discussing a, an upcoming project we're working on with a with an independent publisher. And, you know, they just started replacing yeah. words with other words. With other words, yeah. And yeah. that's one of... One of the triggers that, you know, something's going on. And so I just kind of sat and waited, made sure nothing else happened. And, you know, nobody else even paid any attention. Most Most people are so wrapped up in their own lives that they, unless it's violent or 
-hmm. very excessive, yeah. they don't even know what's well, happening. Well, I'm not as, like, as disappointing or as bad as I felt about the, the embarrassment. I was angry because I don't remember eating my pancakes. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they were delicious. They right? were delicious. I know, buddy. I'll take you back. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Do I have to get you guys a talking stick, huh? Right. <laughs> Uh, so it, it the major the major importance that I am hearing is the communication and you're developing a plan for each other too. But I want to familiarize people with what you're actually going through. You're talking about back spasms, you are talking about seizures. What type of diseases are you dealing with? And in in terms of you know being comfortable, and if that a rude question to ask or whatever, I encourage openness. Uh, also, you can tell me to shut it, but you know, I'm very I'm very open about what I'm dealing with. I have a disease called transverse myelitis, and I tell people you know these are the things that I'm the challenges that I'm trying to overcome, and blah blah blah. What are you dealing with? Huh. Well, because of, uh, I originally started off with uh, nocturnal seizures, right? So mm -hmm. the, the problem with the whole seizure issue is it's a brain issue, right? So until they can figure out how to look inside your brain and find out what's going wrong, going on, they make these huge guesses, right? I'm not a fan of the neurologist I have at the moment. And uh -huh. it goes from post-traumatic all the way to, you know, epilepsy. It goes to, you know, it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, well, tell me what I have. Tell me why mm -hmm. I went through these things. And they give me a, a vague, you know, description or a vague answer. And so I was just like, okay, well, I guess they're, they're just seizures, right? So I started working with the Epilepsy Foundation. They're like, can you guys explain to me a little bit more about, you know, what's going on? And all they could tell me was, you're going to need to change your neurologist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that's one of the things that Fred and I have been able to help each other with too is I, because I had when when I met Fred he got to he kind of got to witness me struggle and go through the that things was, that, that I went through when I was having my medical issues that had accumulated through my Marine Corps career um, and I know we had discussed that before in, in uh, a previous show but it's uh, it. Results of injuries that I had while serving. I've got some uh, spinal cord issues and some uh, some bone spurs and nerves where they shouldn't be, mm -hmm. and uh, just a, a myriad of other things that have resulted from uh, attempted treatments and trying to figure out what was going wrong. Yeah. Uh, it, Fifteen kidney stones in a year, things yeah. like that. That just incredible cool. amounts of pain and. The, the drugs they the had hospital, me on were the hospital the, visits. Uh, Jojo and me would head over to the hospital visit, and you you give me this look like Freddie again, right? No, I was I was in there every other week. Every other week. I was they spending would, two or three days in the hospital. I was just telling him, give him some ibuprofen, and let him go home. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't yeah. work. Well, see, but, uh, and that, that's the biggest issue about the doctors that I have towards mine. They 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 said we want to make your life comfortable, so we're gonna give you we're gonna dose you up with these meds. And obviously, because of what we do, we're, our, our deadlines are deadlines. They yeah. don't care. And so mm -hmm. when you're, you're given medication for a, you know, for your seizures, air quotes, right? And they knock you out for three to four weeks. Yeah. Right? You're a zombie. And then you, you go back and you don't get to see them for, I don't get to see them because I got really, my insurance is not the best insurance. And Nobody so, says. That's no. <laughs> I only get to see them a few 
uh, a few months, right? I got to wait mm-hmm. a few months to see them. And yeah. then you're like, these meds don't work, right? Oh, let's get you on more meds. I'm just like, you know. More meds. More meds. Yeah, well, let's try the, to give you these meds to treat the yeah. side effect. And that's one of the things that I really had to struggle with and Fred got to watch and kind of help me with even because we were spending so much time together was that he would tell me, you know, hey, do, are you? Are you chewing your pills yeah <laughs> you know i'm like mm-hmm. yeah it's it that's the only way to get them to work right now you know and just getting <sighs> more hooked and finding a way to get myself off of all those medications and trying to find a balance between making my life livable enough to function mm-hmm. and being out of enough pain at the same time without all the crappy side effects is uh it's been a real challenge and uh that's one of the reasons we opened our own our own place is because we set our deadlines and we accept projects based on whether we can or can't make it. Also, like as much as uh, we would be working for studio, like yeah. I was saying, studios deadlines and the amount of money that they would lose if like okay, Freddie, here's a, here's an art project, Adam, here's here's a writing project, you need it done by this day, right? Yeah. What is one of the triggers for seizures? Oh, stress. Yeah, stress. And all these other things, and you're staring at a screen all day. Yeah. Right. So when you're when I'm taken out by a seizure, I'm down for a few days. Yeah. Right. So then I they have to hand it off to another artist who has no idea what's going on. Yep. And right? it's having to fix your work. Having to fix whatever happened, and then they're like, "Well, HR, you know, you're okay, right?" Yeah. And as much as folks are like, "Well, we're understanding." Well, you're understanding until you know you start losing money. Yep. Right. And it's yeah. a medical thing. So then we said, you know what? tired of trying to, to explain to these people and legally you don't have to tell them we don't have to but another issue is that we're the majority of the work in our in our industry unless you're really really established i mean and even for the established guys mm-hmm. is contract work contract, and that yeah. doesn't come with benefits and that mm-hmm. doesn't come with all the hr protections that you get for a w-2 employee yeah. so if you're not holding up your benchmarks they'll just cut ties yeah. and be like we're not calling you next time yeah and you can't go to everybody like i have these seizures yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it it kills me inside because I've had to I've had to turn down some amazing opportunities because it's like you know I I was you know because most of the time in our we're so, such a small industry yeah it'd be like dude I can't because they don't know about the seizures I don't yeah. tell everybody no you there's no reason to but when you start turning down work yeah but it, it can be good and can be bad because you turn down work because you're too busy you just like hey I, I can't fit it in my schedule right now yeah, and they're like oh we want to pay you more and sometimes that creates more stress because they're like well, well we'll give you double if you'll do that and it's yeah. like well so guys I really I don't have time yeah so, so let's so let's create a tag team <clears throat> conversation okay when we're talking about creating a support system, I'm going to ask them questions to either you, Fred, or you, Adam. Okay. Perfect. And <clears throat> we are going to build, because what we try to do is not only share stories, but ensure that we are providing actionable content. So somebody listening can say, oh, this is the episode where they're talking to me about building a support network and the criteria that I need to meet. Gotcha. So we always want to make sure that we're providing value in that way. Um, so Adam, yes, ma'am. Let's, let's establish that first criteria. What is the most important thing that you think needs to be present when you're building a support system for business? Uh, trust. 
being able to trust the people you're allowing into your life because when especially when you're dealing with the disability and allowing the medical information and stuff like that uh it's you know you're not just letting trust them with your business you're trusting them with your yourself your personal information your vulnerabilities so it's it's a much bigger deal to me at least to do that than it would be just to you know clock in clock out Excellent. Okay, Freddie, over to you, point two. Yeah. Oh, based off the point. Yeah, same question. Um, <laughs> well, as a trust, you, you have to have an open mind, right? Like you have to, uh, you have, to be, have an open mind to people's needs, right? Because like you were saying earlier, you're not the only one on the team, right? There, you're going to get questions like, you know, it's like, well, what, what do I do when, you, when something happens, right? Do I... Mm-hmm. Do I you you know lay on your side put you to the left right stuff like that um having an open mind to to new things that are going to happen and change that would be my second point that was, that was so i heard a couple of points in there so i just want to reiterate trust trust is one acceptance and is one planning kind of crept its way in there and i and i think that is hugely important first you come from a place of trust and acceptance so that you know because you do have to get vulnerable that you never ever have to worry about that there's never anybody that says hey i swooped in and took your deal because you were flat on your back or um i went behind your back and talked to this client and guess what we're not you know we've all have had things like that encroach and threaten our relationships so first is trust vitally important second acceptance the person who is going through the struggle, even at the moment, if the two of you are sharing kind of a tandem chronic illness and or disability existence, but the person who's going through the struggle, the one having the seizure, the one that needs to go um, lay down, the one that is experiencing pain is the person who is the director. And the other person is simply accepting that and saying, okay, what do you need? I'm going to fulfill this for you. I'm going to be there for you. I'm not going to question you either, unless you're making vitally unhealthy choices. Like I'm having a seizure. I need frosted flakes. That obviously, you know, that obviously is going to be a little different. And, and the same goes for me. Like I can't walk anymore. Uh, I think we should do a stair run. Well, that's ridiculous. So They've got your back, but then planning is freaking huge. And that means accepting, not just uh, accepting the person in your life who is going through the challenge. It's accepting yourself so that you can make the plan and say, well, I know these truths about myself and I am fine with that. I don't judge myself for them. Um, I'm not mean to myself. You know, oh, you're so limiting. I don't come from a scarcity standpoint. But these are my truths. This is what my day looks like. These are what my struggles look like. Well, and, that's you know, and planning. Too is, is when we start, you know, when he had his, his episode, yeah, he was kind of beating himself up and upset because we were delayed. <laughs> and at the, like, hey, did, you know, these things happen. We're good. We're still ahead of schedule. We're fine. Just chill. We got work to do. You know, we're good. And yeah. we do that for each other as well is, you know, when we're beating, our, beating ourselves up is, uh, kind of reel that back in yeah so we can not focus on the issue and uh or not focus on ourselves and focus on the challenges at hand 
Excellent. Yeah. So we have three points. Trust, acceptance, planning. Adam, over to you. Same question. Different day. Different day. What, what, remind me the question again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we are building a support network for business. Uh -huh. So we are outlining the criteria. We've got trust, acceptance, okay. planning. Next. What is the next yeah. one? Yep. Well, uh, uh, being able to adapt. And actually, when, uh, when we're talking about the trust and acceptance, one of the things that we made sure to do was when we were we were setting up our company was to take into account um, and it's something that I've noticed that a lot of my healthy counterparts, uh, I hate to put it that way, but you know, the people that are not necessarily battling some chronic illness or something like that, they're, that are running their own businesses don't take into account a lot is, uh, the disability and, you know, uh, unexpected death kind of things where if the company, if it happens to one of the partners, what happens to the company? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and one of the things Fred and I were sure to do was make sure that neither one of us can make a decision without the other person. Yep. So, you know, I can't sell my portion of the company without his permission. He can't sell his portion without mine. And mm -hmm. if, if I'm injured, we have, uh, you know, if I'm put out for a prolonged period of time due to my illness or anything, there are contingencies in yeah. place of who takes control, who does what, um, and where those responsibilities fall. You know what's funny? I never thought about this. When we were setting up the company, we were already thinking, because that was one of the first discussions we had. Yeah. What happens? Oh, does it go to Joe? Does it go to the boys? That was the like the, the first thing we discussed is like what happens to us? Yeah, if something happens to us, what yeah. happens to the yeah. And that's something. something we don't see I don't see a lot with, with uh our uh our counterparts, our our counterparts, counterparts. the healthier counterparts. That's very important too, I think. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so now we've got trust, acceptance, planning, and you talked about flexibility, but you also talked to some degree about structure and the logistics of those. So really understanding that, which to me also uh, reinforces communication. Communication is vitally Most important. Definitely. You know, you have to have that two-way street of saying, I'm not okay today. Okay. Great. Then we're going to refer to the plan and you have the flexibility to say, well, the plan's changing and we're okay with that because we built in um, a plan B or we built in a net under this plan. So what do you think, Freddie, is another component when all of when trust, acceptance, planning, structure, flexibility and communication are in place? Is there a way to wrap this up and then we'll have seven tips? Uh, so for me, I, I'm not sure, but when you, you know, when she was saying all these things is you have to be compassionate. Mm -hmm. You have to, you know, I think compassion is probably the greatest thing, the understanding of stuff. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of, honestly. And most likely that compassion covers all those bases, but sometimes you need to remind yourself. It's like, be compassionate. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it, good. It does. Uh, I think, at least for me, and I'm, I'm, I've seen it in Fred as well. Uh, that dealing with these struggles on our side has made us a little more uh, empathetic to, you know, you don't know what people are dealing with. I, if you looked at me right now, you'd say there's nothing wrong with this dude. He's yeah. perfectly fine. Right. 
Um, he even looks really healthy. I wonder if he runs or, you know what I mean? It, but it's, uh, I don't run at him. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's not always blatantly obvious when somebody's dealing with something. So you, yeah. you just gotta. Sometimes it's just in the morning asking a question. Hey brother, how you feeling? Yeah. You know, I feel good. Ready? Yeah. You know, you remind him, like, good job. How do you feel like writing today? You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, yep. Like what's your capacity today? Are we going to. Are you feeling good about this deadline or do you think we need to push it back? So I want to remind people listening that we have built an incredible business support system for you today. Um, trust is vitally important. It means creating a safe space for the partner or person that you're working with. Um, acceptance of behavior and acceptance of behavior is a little different than compassion, but it but it but it is taking in the truth of what the person is going through and is not questioning them. Planning includes um, this is what we're going to do today if I hit the skids and go into a flare. Okay, great. That's okay. We're going to build that in so that, for example, I've got bumper cushion times and times that I allocate I'm going to need a break period and that's the way it is. Um, surrounding my appointments so that I'm not just hard charging. Um, some people set alarms on their phones like every hour so they get up and walk around so that muscles don't atrophy, for example. We actually uh, have a record player in the office, and mm -hmm. that's how we time it. We we turn the record on. When it ends, we get up and flip yeah. the record over, pick another one. So we got to get up and go do that. And that's a brilliant, that is a brilliant and creative solution. And my friend, Melissa Drake with brilliant transformations would love that because she is always tuning into the universe and what the universe is telling her via song. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be this jarring thing, but you just want to incorporate that into your life plan, but be honest with yourself about the adaptations that you need from a non-shame perspective. It's okay. Everybody has something. Then you talked about structure. That's our fourth point and the logistics of the company. So you again, have to be honest and say, we have these conditions. This is how we're running the company. This is how we're going to plan for it. Mm -hmm. And this is how uh, the hierarchy is or whatever the case is to ensure that we are playing to our strongest strengths, but also that in the case of something dire, You've already got it figured out. This is what's going to happen. Or you keep each other in check as far as, well, I'm not signing on this unless you sign on it. Yep. Well, for, for example, one of, one of the things we do, we've got uh, July is our huge uh, convention time. We have San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. And that is four days. And we know no matter, even, even if you're a marathon runner, you go do that for four days. And, you know, because we're 4 a.m., to 2 a.m. basically, mm -hmm. running those mm -hmm. four days, working, 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 interviewing, doing whatever we need to do while, while people are enjoying the convention, yeah. which we love to do. But even if we were in tip-top prime condition, we'd be exhausted afterwards. So we build in like a, a, a week. Yeah. That whole week after, we don't do... Don't do anything. Nothing. nothing. Basically, yep. no, no, no anything. We're like, hey, we'll check you guys in a week. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's been fun, yeah. but we'll be back. Like, Can uh, you... you <laughs> You have to be so stalwart on that. 
And you have to say, you know, if somebody calls you up and says, well, you don't have any time available until next week and I really want to talk to you, you have to defend that time and say, well, it is going to be what it is. It's either going to be that we're going to do business later or this opportunity is not right right now. So I want to go back to the last three points, flexibility to shuck and drive when things are kind of wonky and unpredictable. And that, that really speaks to the planning. Communication is hugely important. Your partner can't read your mind. You have to tell them how you're feeling and share. I love that you guys have shared the signals that you need to look out for to say, Hey, I'm here. I'm okay. This is what's happening right now. And that, that, Again, it all kind of feeds back into trust. And then finally, Freddie, you brought up uh, the compassionate reminder. And I love that it's those two words, compassionate and yet reminder, because this also ensures that as you're rolling along and sometimes we take for granted our relationships and we're not really uh, taking a pulse on where we are. Have I been compassionate enough lately? Am I am I giving my business partner what they need so they feel supported? Yeah. I think that was very um, insightful of you to share that. I like you, Hillary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like you, Freddie, and I like you, Adam. You guys really are bringing to light such an incredible partnership that can be achieved. And, you know, I kind of went through the same thing myself when I was at the Denver Tribe Mastermind because my roommate was Lindsay Davis and she's operations manager for Hardcore Closer for Ryan Stuman. And and we both struggle with feeling okay. We have different symptoms and things of that nature. But it was great to be with a person where I could turn to her and say, I, I can't do this right now. I have to come to the meeting later or I need to skip this dinner or whatever the case is, or I have to go to bed right now. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, it's it's also background, right? Yeah. yeah. Adam's a Marine. I, you know, I come from a, a, you know, all go, no quit working class family, right? I'm Hispanic, you know, uh, you don't, you know, there's points when you're a kid, you, you got to come in and pick great Freddie. Yeah, it's for the family. It's just you cannot say it's like, well, grandma, I don't feel good today, right? It's like, well, mijo, there's consequences if you don't do this. Yep. And that carries mm-hmm. over to when you're an adult, right? And mm-hmm. there's times where we get, we do definitely have to check each other. Check each other all the time. It's like, Freddie, say, you're hey, done. Yeah, yeah, we're not working. Shut the computer. Or I'm going to tell your girlfriend. Yeah, and then then I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> We're always trying to weave those significant others in there, aren't we? Always trying to like include them in the thing. But um, so we're rounding out the show today. I want to thank you both for being with us and then building something of collaborative value that we can share to help people. So many people are saying, well, but I'm not getting the support that I need. And, And maybe they're just feeling it in their gut and they can't even express it in words. But if you're feeling that, this is the show today to help you understand the components that you need in a supportive business plan. And I think a lot of this spills over even into personal relationships. Almost definitely. And to improve upon those. So if you're not feeling, you're not jiving with your significant other, your fiance, your husband or wife, 
I'm going to look at the bullet points here that we're providing that we will provide on sickbiz.com as well. Once I get my rear end in gear and catch up on the, <laughs> I'm turning these podcasts into blogs. Why is uh, it already? Why is it oh. oh my goodness. But hey, you know, I know a writer if you need any help. You need a writer. You need any, any graphics. You know, I know a guy. <laughs> You do? Oh, what a small world. That's crazy. Right? So thank you both for being on. Let's close out with one last question from each of you. Freddie, you can go first. Okay. What is the one thing people don't know about you? The one people, one thing people don't know about me. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Uh, <laughs> make the last one a tough one. Right? Wow. Uh-huh. That's, that's just mean. I, <laughs> um, uh, I, I mean, something nobody knows about me. I'm trying to think. Well, let's move. Let's go over to Adam, and you can think about it. I, like to me. I hope you're stalling for more time because I'm, I'm actually pretty open. I mean, yeah, exactly. I, if, if somebody's got a question, I have, I have pretty much zero shame in my game. I'm oh, yes. always of the opinion if you're too, if you're going to be embarrassed to tell somebody you did it, you probably shouldn't have done, it in, have done it in the first place. Yeah. But then again, I did, I did come from a time before. Uh, YouTube was recording everyone. <laughs> well, let me give you an example. Okay. I am obsessed with new toothbrushes. I cannot handle it when the bristles get all squashed down. And apparently I attack my teeth. So, but I feel like they're ineffective and they say, you know, you're supposed to replace your toothbrush every six months. I am telling you what, it is nearly, it is like after a month, my toothbrush is in the trash and a new one is in there. <laughs> I know what mine is. I'm, I'm afraid to share with the world. So as an artist, right, mm-hmm. right, on the artist side of me, you cannot take me into an art store. Without, <laughs> and, you know, everyone's like, oh, I love art stores. I love this and that. Not me. I go straight <laughs> to the mechanical pencils, right? <laughs> and I love just, you know, those little tiny blocks of paper. Yes. I love this, and nobody, I'll draw something and I'll test the pencil out. And like, it's like, I feel like it's Excalibur. Like, this is the one. <laughs> right? like a better art. It's a piece of machinery, but I feel I'm, I'm like twice as better because this is better than my old pencil. Right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> We could drop you off at the store and pick you up like five hours later. You'd be like, look exactly. at all these things I created. <laughs> Do you work here? I've got stack questions. Do you work here? I'm I'm trying to. Do you know where and what you're looking for? Yeah, for me, it's organizational. Um, Yeah, if if things aren't exactly where they're supposed to be, it it almost causes me physical pain sometimes. (laughs) And I. (laughs) You should not have told me. I lose stuff so fast. It's not where it's supposed to be. So that's. uh, Oh my God. Everything I know you do already. Thank you, Hillary. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. A little tidbit for you. So I I like between you guys, I think the comparison is your Jim and Dwight from the office. Adam, I think you're Dwight because you know like Freddie's gonna put all your shit in jello. He's gonna move your desk in the bathroom. Actually, I I think I pull more pranks on Fred than he does on me. It's 50-50, but my beat farm is going well. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Okay, what an awesome note to end on. 
thank you both for being here today and explaining the importance of support in business and that it can be something that is established as an entrepreneur with a chronic illness or disability. Yep. Yep. It's so all that balance. Yep. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you, Hillary. Thanks Thank again. you. You bet. Today's word of the day is support. Support is the backbone for reinforcing so many qualities in your life. Qualities that should be strong and that will allow you to lean on them. Self-awareness and accountability, for example. When people in your support system hold you accountable for your actions and choices, then it allows you to experience more success. More importantly, and I wish this existence for all of you, it allows you to feel cared for. You need to feel cared for. What are you doing to encourage that in your life? Freddie Sace and Adam Johnson are model citizens in this regard, having entwined business and friendship to propel each other further. To get in touch with them for business, or even to receive additional emotional support, they've opened their doors and their inboxes. Please visit huskytigerstudio.com. Remember them as the super hungry studio, as Freddie puts it. Did you like what you heard? Are you twice as hungry as the garden variety entrepreneur like our gentleman we heard today? Please listen, subscribe, share, and leave a review for Sick Biz Buzz wherever podcasts are available. Support like yours makes growing our mission possible. Check out sickbiz.com for inspiration and actionable, or as I like to say, prescriptive content from over 20 bloggers just like you. And finally, text SICKBIZ to 36260 to receive all the sick resources, mental health support, a fabulous job board and reduced subscription, free money management consultations, coaching deals, and so much more to launch you into your most successful existence. Thanks so much for listening today. Until next time, be well.